The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 13th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there, while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seed fell on rocky ground, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seed fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when, the trouble, and when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but yields nothing. And the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke it. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Now for, for our children's sermon today, I'd like all my children, young and old, to raise their hands so I can see them. There we are. There you all are. Now, when I was a child, you can put your hands down. When I was a child, I had the best vision I, I would ever really have. It only kind of goes downhill. So I would like all of you, all of you, to take some time and to either look right here by my left foot. Can you see my left foot? Or you can look right in front of you if you're the canes in the pavement. Or you can look, and I can't stand too far in front of these mics, right here. There's something growing through the pavement. What is it? Grass. Now, I've got a question for you children. Did anyone plant the grass there? No. Why is it growing? Anthony. There's soil underneath there. That's right. Does anyone know how thick the, the asphalt is, this pavement is? I don't. Does anyone actually know? Jack, you got a guess? Uh, two inches. Two inches? Could be. Your guess is as good as mine. It, it's got to be some pretty deep roots to get to anything down there, right? Now, you can see some of this brown stuff here, too. A while ago, someone came through and tried to make sure that there was no weeds in this whole parking lot. And they did that a couple months ago. But guess what? The grass is still growing through it. No matter what we do, no matter what we put all over this pavement or, or how we treat the pavement, no matter how thick the pavement is, 
grass always finds a way of growing through it. There's some really cool places in the world where you can even see where the grass and the trees and everything else grew over old roads, places where people used to walk all the time and be all the time. I want you, children, to look at the grass in the pavement. I want you to know that that is like the love and word of God. There is nothing anyone can do to stop it from growing. There's nothing anyone can do to stop God from loving you, from loving me, from loving the people we see here and the people out in the world. Always, 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 love will find a way to grow and to be and to flourish. Does that make sense? This week, I want you to go home and I want you to look for grass growing, whether it's in the driveway or on the edges of the road, grass growing where you probably think it shouldn't be growing. Every time you see it, I want you to give thanks to God. I want you to be happy that love grows so, so stubbornly that it will always, always be there. Should we say a prayer? Let's say a prayer. Gracious God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the stubborn and wonderful way that your love always grows. Help us to see it all around us. Help us to see your love always growing in our lives and in the lives of other people. And no matter where we go, no matter who we are, help us to always see signs of that love. Thank you for being here and go with us this whole week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of Jesus, amen. How many of you have ever tried to grow something? <laughs> Jim, did you, did you just do this? <laughs> I think you've grown a couple things in your life. Yeah. Yeah. We've all tried somehow to grow something. I remember when I was the children's age in Sunday school, for Mother's Day, we would take a styrofoam cup and pour some potting soil in it. We'd sprinkle whatever seeds the Sunday school teachers just so happened to have, and we'd water them. And that was about three weeks before Mother's Day. And then come Mother's Day, we'd all have these little, tiny little plants to give to our mothers. We'd go home and we'd plant them, and sometimes they'd survive, and sometimes they wouldn't. From the very youngest of age, I think we all have experiences of watching things grow at the very least. And in today's text, Jesus takes something that we're very familiar with and tries to tell us about the kingdom of God. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, when I hear the parable of the sower, I have a temptation. I have a temptation to try and figure out what kind of soil I am. Am I the path where I can't understand the birds come, the evil one comes and snatches it away? Am I perhaps rocky soil? Am I soil with weeds and thorns or am I good soil? But I'm not sure that's the way that we are supposed to approach this text. Not exactly. I believe that each of us individually and all of us together are a field.
we don't have only rocky soil, we don't have only good soil, we don't have only thorns, and we don't have only paths in our lives. I believe that in seasons, and I believe that in different aspects of who we are, we all contain all of these, all of the above. I also believe that we can't help when there are thorns in our lives or when we can't hear. We can't help when we become choked out or fruitful. Have you ever drove past a field of corn? I like watching the corn because you can really tell. It looks like waves of an ocean sometimes. Have you ever driven past a field of corn and you saw really tall places and really short places? Yeah? Depending on the season, you can tell either where the water stands or where it doesn't stand. In a season like this one that we're having now, the really tall corn is in the places where the water stands, in the places where the water gathers, in the places where the water always is. And yet, if we have a season like we did two or three years ago where the rain just never stops, that very same spot will be the short corn, will be the places where the corn gets drowned out and it can't grow high enough. We are a field. There are points in our lives, there are places in our lives where because of the way that the world works around us, the way that we are is fruitful. It's able to bear good things and glorious things. We are a field because those same parts of ourselves are sometimes unfruitful. They're not able to grow good things. The corn doesn't rise as tall as it used to. We do not control the rain. We do not control the weather. We don't control how hard the soil is, and we don't control anything else. You know this from your own years of planting and working with things and growing things. You don't control it. The people who heard this parable originally, and us too, were to understand everything that we cannot control. Resist the temptation to think that you are soil that can change itself. Resist the temptation to think that you are soil that can control the rain or can control the weeds. Resist the temptation that you are soil that can control whether it is hard or soft when it comes planting time. No soil can do that. This text is about the wisdom and the perseverance of the sower. God and God's own wisdom. God knows that there's parts of our lives that will grow grain greatly, and there's parts of our lives that won't. And so God scatters that seed, not just on the good places, but on all the places. God scatters seed on the path so that grass can grow in the cracks. And over time, those roots can act like many little plows breaking it apart, opening it up until it's rocky soil, breaking it apart and opening it again until it's good soil. God scatters seeds among the thorns and the weeds. It's called God knows that something is going to grow there eventually. God scatters seeds wherever God can in our lives, wherever we can hear, because God knows that it is a blessing for you and for me to have these so richly thrown towards us. God would rather give seed in your life and seed abundant than to see nothing there at all.
God always moves towards you. God always loves towards you, cares towards you, is good to you. You might be asking me, or you might be thinking, Pastor, that's great. That's wonderful. But aren't we supposed to do something? That's great and that's wonderful, but isn't the Christian supposed to be about something? Isn't the Christian supposed to work towards something? To Yes. And you cannot do it on your own. In a wedding that I had yesterday, we heard the 13th chapter of Corinthians, and it even gets echoed in the prayer of the day today. Part of that 13th chapter recalls that if I give everything I have away, and then if I serve people in front of me but do not have love, I have nothing. If there isn't love poured out for us, if there isn't grace poured out for us, we can be as busy as we ever want to be and have nothing. And so people of God, even as the work of this world mounts and even as so many things pile up in our lives, I want you to know that it is good and right for love to be poured into you, out for you. I want you to know that it's good and right that not only the rest of the world receives good things, but you do too. Not only the rest of the world receives good seed, good soil, good everything, but you do too. I want you to know that out of all creation, you are so loved and cared for by God. God be with you this week. If the cares of this world throw these words away, God be with you this week. If we just can't seem to hear them, God be with you this week in every season of your life should these things be that way. And may you know that today and tomorrow and every day there will be seed and good things poured out for you and for all people. Thanks be to God. Amen.